What's next for the media industry? More importantly, streaming services. We love them, don't we? I think. I don't know. Tuna Moby will tell us. Director of Senior Equity Strategist at CFRA Research joins us now to dive into the topic. I mean, of course, we saw those Disney Plus numbers topping 100 million global paid subscribers. That was notable. Were you surprised to see that or not really? Not really, Nicole. Um, mm -hmm. you know, I think Disney Plus uh, is the gift that keeps on giving. And it's pretty uh, not far-fetched to see how they could blow past uh, that 230 to 260 million subscribers that they've targeted globally by 2024. And this is all consistent with the uh, secular momentum, which uh, not just Disney Plus, but all of these streaming platforms are benefiting from right now. So what's the outlook here? I mean, we have cable subscriptions that continue to see subscriber declines as people cut the cord. What's the outlook for some of the more traditional media players? Right. So we see various uh, parts of the media ecosystem, the legacy businesses, um, you know, going through various stages of recovery from the uh, COVID-19 pandemic. Uh, in general, the out-of-home uh, media uh, sectors, including live events, concerts, theme parks, things of that nature, will take much longer uh, to return to pre-pandemic levels. What we're seeing now is more uh, encouraging recovery in areas such as, uh, you know, advertising. Um, you know, you mentioned, uh, you know, subscriptions. I think it's been a two-edged sword while we're seeing, um, you know, some cut cutting, uh, which have been accelerated by the pandemic, uh, we're also seeing the streaming platforms um, uh, benefiting from those same uh, tailwinds. So um, all in all, I think, um, you know, the, the sector is going through various phases, uh, potential challenges and opportunities as well. Yeah, there's so much to bring into this. You talk about digital advertising and things like that. And then there's Roku play. How does that play into this streaming and traditional media players for that matter, the Roku story? Well, you know, I think Roku clearly has established itself as a viable uh, and potentially, um, you know, formidable uh, competitor in the, in the kind of uh, video advertising uh, uh, space, um, and they're not going away. Uh, what has happened is that the broader trends uh, in digital advertising, as you know, are actually being, uh, you know, uh, controlled by some, you know, the big companies like Google and Search and uh, Facebook. But within video, I think the trends, the underlying trends are quite, quite encouraging. Um, we're seeing uh, momentum in terms of uh, consumption, which have been accelerated by, by the pandemic. So when you talk about Roku, I think they're uh, one of those companies that have really positioned themselves, uh, you know, uh, fortuitously, I might add, uh, pre-pandemic to benefit from this uh, underlying trend. So what's the takeaway here? Because when I think about all things that everything on my television, I think about just the normal CBS and Fox and NBC and Comcast and Dish TV and then all things new, Disney Plus and Netflix, which is an old streamer, but then the others like Hulu and Peacock. And is there going to be some consolidation? Uh, you know, I think uh, this is the first full year that we're going to see all of these, uh, um, you know, uh, platforms that have launched a direct-to-consumer offerings um, on full display. 
Um, so whether it's HBO Max, Peacock, Disney Plus, Apple TV, uh, you know, Discovery Plus, now you've got uh, a whole bunch of, uh, you know, companies that are now uh, looking to uh, make themselves um, you know, very, very credible in the minds of uh, uh, consumers. And with that comes um, uh, accelerated content spending, which will reach an all-time high this year. Um, I think as far as consolidation is concerned, uh, we're kind of looking at the, um, you know, the race now converging um, among the, uh, the top players. In other words, um, some of these smaller and, and mid-tiers are likely uh, to become potential targets. Uh, and we're, um, while last year was a relatively quiet year on the M&A front, I think this year uh, some of that uh, transaction could be driven by some of these bigger companies that are looking to you know, tap into this uh, uh, you know, direct-to-consumer um, you know, acceleration, whether it's on the front end or the back end, a whole bunch of uh, add-on services that could, in fact, be catalysts for, for that consolidation this year. So which ones are the biggest takeover targets then? As you talk about yeah, having them be add-ons, smaller kind of you know names are flying under the radar. I'd say um, you know now ad-supported, uh, in addition to subscription-based, um, a whole lot of technology that are um, supplying that are underlying those. So within that direct-to-consumer, there's a bunch of uh, you know names are flying uh, you know somewhere below the radar uh, that will be relatively uh, what I might call talk-in acquisitions. Now, within the overall media space itself, uh, look for, uh, you know, like the independent uh, studios that have content libraries uh, to be potential targets. I mean, content is king right. in this uh, dispensation where... Sure. Uh, well, let me ask you this. I only have about 20 seconds left. What is the surprise to you? Like, wow, they're really doing... It. Put Disney aside. We know it's doing great. Is there anything else that's really surprising you as the pro? Well, you know, what surprises me, Nicole, is uh, the uh, the speed and intensity that this uh, ecosystem is, is evolving uh, for the better and for the okay. worse, for that matter. And that makes it a little bit more difficult if you're an investor to make sure that you're properly positioned uh, in those companies that, uh, you know, have those portfolios that will, uh, you know, I, I think benefit, uh, you know, from this trend. And that job, I'd say, have, has become somewhat um, uh, more difficult just due to the COVID pandemic and the impact it's having across the board. It's great to see you, Tuna, always. Thank you so much. Tuna Amobi, CFRA Research. Thank you.